This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You are once again listening to Cultivating Convos, Ohio Department of Agriculture's weekly podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Shelby Croft, and along with me is Megan Harshberger. Welcome back, Megs. We missed you last week. Oh, thank you. Glad to be back. Always fun getting back into the swing of things after vacay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we were laughing because Lauren went from like assistant to co-host in a week. <laughs> How quickly that happens, Lauren, right? Oh, it's a wild ride, but we have fun. We missed you though, Megs. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be back. Um, we're talking about water today, specifically H2 Ohio. Shelves. Exactly. You know, this is one of H2O has one of our one of our favorite uh, things to talk about. One of our biggest initiatives, well, Governor DeWine's uh, water quality issue uh, mm -hmm. initiative, but one that uh, we get to have a big part in. So we love to talk about H2O Ohio and uh, really working toward good water quality here in Ohio. Yeah, and here to talk about what's going on. Um, we did have a couple of big announcements, actually. So we have an, an expansion of the program, and then we actually have um, open enrollment again to the original 14 counties. So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And to do that, we've got our H2 Ohio expert with ODA. Uh, Clark Hudson is here with us. Um, and we also have a farmer who is enrolled in H2 Ohio. You may have seen his amazing video on YouTube or Facebook. <laughs> we have so Daisy Megs. Good work. <laughs> We have Denny Vini Cutter with us um, also. So thank you guys both for, for being here with us today. Thanks for having us. You're certainly All welcome. Right. Enjoy coming on. <laughs> well, we enjoy having both of you. Clark, why don't you start by, uh, why, don't, why don't we break this out first and talk about the expansion uh, that was able to happen this year with H2O Ohio. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? All right, well, well great. Um, yeah, based on the uh, the budget that was approved by the legislature and the governor uh, for the biennium, the next two years, we were able to, uh, expand H2 Ohio to the remaining 10 counties in the Western Lake Erie Basin. So now we uh, have a program in all 24 counties in, in the, the watershed. Um, we're doing it as we did the first 14 counties uh, countywide. So even the parts of those counties that are not in the Western Lake Erie Basin, uh, those producers can participate in our program as well. Uh, we did break it down a little bit differently. Well, that's great that we're we're really seeing such an interest that we're opening enrollment again too. Um, I do want to toss a question to Denny. I just want to ask Denny, how are things going? I know you signed up for a few practices um, straight from the get-go. Yep. Uh, how are yep. things going? Well, like uh, so, like the manure net, I just got it applied. Uh, uh, let's say August and first part of September, we just got done applying the manure, got the cover crops in. Finally, got some rain to get them cover crops growing, but I didn't quite need four inches, but. We got we got we got them going. So glad to be part of it. So Denny, uh, one thing I'd like to ask you is, that, you know, we talk about the uh, nutrient management plan being the base uh, for all of these practices that you would add on. And could you talk to us just from your point of view, how important that nutrient management plan is to you and what it tells you? Pretty well goes back to your soil testing and. Uh, you know, as far as laying out a plan and uh, like what fields, like I kind of look at 
what fields where we have to apply the manure. That that's some of our nutrient management plan is uh, fields is where we need the manure the most, I guess I should say. So that's a good part of it. The other thing being in this program, so I've been in it a while and it was easy to adjust from say, I didn't get something planted. It was too wet or something. So we adjusted the plan in that. So in all that aspect, it, it's pretty easy to work through and that it's not really that complicated. So them, them things are all good. Good. I'm glad things are going well for you, Denny. I I was out to Denny's farm for our, for our listeners. Uh, when was that, Denny? A couple months ago, and we we talked about H2 Ohio. So yep. um, we, we do have a nice video out on YouTube and, and our Facebook page if you haven't caught that yet. So Clark, let's let's get back to you here. So we obviously talked about expansion. We're also opening enrollment again to farmers in the original 14 counties who may didn't feel like they wanted to sign up at that time. They now have an opportunity to do so. Or um, we did actually just talk about farmers who are enrolled can add, can they add more acres? Can they add more practices? I guess, can you break that down for us? Yeah, certainly. Um, yes, we're doing both of those things. We, uh, we were able to open uh, enrollment back up in the original 14 counties. Uh, the en enrollment process last spring was really chaotic. Obviously, we were trying to enroll uh, in the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, so we, we know some folks were not able to uh, get what they needed to get their application completed in time and or they uh, for whatever reason chose to, to wait. So we did want to open up to those folks in the original 14 counties. The, the Maumee obviously is uh, the heart of where some of the concerns with with phosphorus loading in Lake Erie are coming for. So we wanted to give anybody who was, did not have an, an agreement already with one of the 14 districts to um, can now enroll. Uh, uh, they will have to have a completed nutrient management plan done at the time that their uh, their application is approved. So uh, for the first 14, the original sign up, we let everybody sign up and then they had uh, through this fall and winter to get to get uh, that last fall and winter to get that done. Um, the enrollment period is open uh, as of uh, September 15th and it will be open to January 15th. Um, so that gives producers plenty of time through this harvest to get soil tests taken, to get their nutrient management plan developed. Uh, they can certainly come in at any time and talk to the soil and water district and get that process started, get their application filled out. Uh, we just won't approve that application until they have submitted an, a, a nutrient management plan that can be approved. We are signing up for that. All of the practices uh, that we had in the original sign up, with the one difference being that all of our uh, fertilizer and the, the small grain and cover crops and forages will only be for two years. We want these contracts to end at the same time those with the original contracts um, had so that all the contracts in the 14 counties will expire at the same time. Then we can move on uh, if funding is available to uh, some other type of a phase uh, phase two for H2 Ohio in those counties or some type of a maintenance program where we're still working the details out on that. But we did want all, all of the applicants, whether they applied last year, or whether they're applying this year to have those agreements end at the same time. For those producers who did sign up and maybe they've added acres or maybe they had some fields that were uh, enrolled this past year in another program, which made those fields ineligible for H2 Ohio, if that, those other program have expired now and that contract is fulfilled uh, or they had a new field or they had a field they missed. Uh, we've gotten all those scenarios. Um, they are able to re they are able to add to their existing agreement through our contract modification process. Uh, that will be handled by the soil and water district. Uh, they'll go in and talk to the district. 
uh, figure out what they want to add. Uh, we'll create a modification form, and as long as it's if it's not more than 10% of the original contract value, the stormwater district can can approve that separately. If it's greater than that, we've just asked the districts to uh, to provide that information to us, and ODA will will approve that modification. That is kind of the the process. We've done some of those modifications on our contracts already, uh, because the producers, as Vinny said, you know, you uh, sometimes have uh, plans and they go they change so we need to be able to make these contracts flexible enough that producers can move practices uh, from one field to another or change from one practice to another practice within a given year yeah and, and Clark I, I think it's really good that that you guys opened it up to farmers in the original one to like you say add acres people might have been skeptic of it or maybe they're yeah all right now I'll give it a try you know over time minds change and, and thoughts and that. So I really like the, uh, that you guys opened it up to the original ones too, that let a farmer that didn't have something in it, you know, all right, now nah, changed his mind. All right, now nah, I'll participate. So I thought that was a good idea. So Denny, uh, how many acres do you have enrolled? I think we got nutrient management plans through the H2 Ohio, like on 500 acres. Okay. Now, really that's only fourth of what we what we uh, farm but even though I don't have a nutrient management plan on all the makers we still follow them same guidelines as far as the tri-state the other acres it's like we're following the same guidelines but just didn't enroll them how's that yeah no that's that's a really good point you make that you know everyone's farm is different everyone's land is different and you know the same practices aren't going to work on every on every uh, piece of land. So that's why we have so many to offer. Yeah, it, it, you got a lot of different options. And I think I think people realize that, you know, here's the guidelines to follow. You might not be in the program, but at least follow these same guidelines. And, and I think it's, everybody's aware of that. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of, obviously the goal is cleaner water for Ohio, but on the farmer's end, it's kind of trial and error just to see what works best, you know, yeah. and obviously, Clark, if you want to explain too, you know, the ODA's goal and all of this as well. Certainly our, our goal is is through voluntary compliance to get to a 40% reduction in phosphorus in the Western Lake Erie Basin and Lake Erie. Not all of that is coming from agriculture. The ODNR is doing their program. EPA has a program for uh, to reduce some from the, the cities and uh, the house lots, et cetera. But uh, so our goal is to do this through a voluntary program. And, and, and Vinny said it very well. It doesn't fit on every acre uh, on every farm. And, and so uh, our producers could pick and choose the acres that they wanted to uh, have enrolled in this program. And we want to make sure that that they're successful when they when they do enroll those acres. So I think that's why we wanted to increase uh, those acres. So we, we open the enrollment up again for new producers and allowed existing producers to maybe add acres. As I said, some of these acres were, had been in other programs uh, or they they had some other aspect that wasn't, they weren't able to get the soil test taken last year um, because of cropping systems, et cetera. So we give them the opportunity to to add those, uh, those acres to the nutrient management plan and then add those acres to their contract. Good deal. All right, Clark, Denny, did you have any any other thoughts on this? I think we covered about everything. Uh, I, I just like to make the point. I, I know, like I said, not all our acres are in it, and there's some farmers not participating in it, but I'm telling you, it sure makes the 
everybody aware of the situation. They, they, they know what's going on out here. They know the goal is cleaner water. They're looking at soil tests more closely and everything. So if, the, if that farmer's not participating, he's still aware of what's going on out there. And if nothing else, it's making the farmer more aware of the whole situation. So that's, it's good. I would just like to add that, uh, you know, if a producer or a landowner has questions about H2 Ohio, certainly call your local soil and water conservation district, uh, especially those that are in the 24 counties in the Western Lake Erie Basin. But we've provided information, even if you're, you know, another part of the state and you want a little bit of information about H2 Ohio, certainly can't reach out and contact your local soil and water conservation district. They are our primary partner in, in implementing H2 Ohio. Thanks, Clark. And Denny, you made a really good point there. I mean, this, uh, you know, we we want all the obviously producers to to be aware of the situation and you know what they can do to help uh, with water quality. So you made a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this program has made that everybody aware of it. I mean, you know, like I said, they might not participate, but they're aware of what's going on and and trying to do their part in in, in fertilizer nutrient management and that to help help out. So. I think it's good in that aspect too. Well, thank you both um, again for hanging with us on Cultivating Combos. We do appreciate your insight and just the chat as always. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you everyone out there who's uh, who's listening to us, continuing to listen to us. We appreciate it. And we'll be back here again next week. Bye. Later Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.